And about. welcome back to the Reserves Podcast. Boys, hold, hold up for a second. Mm. I've got a couple things. Underrated or overrated? Red onion. Red onion? Underrated. 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 So you can put it in everything. Severely underrated. Fried eggs. Yolk. Runny or hard? Runny. runny. Every day of the week. Twice on Sunday. Runny. Very Absolutely. runny. Create its own sauce. Yep. Can taste the chicken DNA. Pub or casino? Pub. Same? Like, can you have a pub at the casino? No. Fuck. Pub. Pub? Pub. And thanks for listening to Reserves Podcast. Thanks for coming, Jacko. See you later, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, mate. Uh, you beauty. We have a guest. We have a guest today. Jackson White, the winner of the prestigious Guest the Margin, Goal Scorer and Norm Smith Award for the Grand Final. He's finally here. Yeah, my hour. It's uh, the most controversial uh, rundown and process this has been since yeah. we've become a podcast and become a group. Yeah. Um, Jackson in the background. We've had that been... cheating villain. Yeah. Zach Sarich. Yeah. I've actually, um, unblocked, um, unfriended him and blocked him. So. Yeah. Mm. I would, I would no, recommend that. Yeah. No. But like, he's got enough money. So I'm not mates with him either. <laughs> nah, nah. Doesn't I'm, need friends. Nah, no. I, like, I'm off Zach. At nah. the moment. Like. That's just poor form. Yeah. Like Jackson in the background, I'll like credit to him. I like perseverance. It's yeah. always been a quality that Jackson's possessed. Yeah. And the fact that Jackson just kept... Yeah. Look, let's, let's not lie here. Yeah. Stabbing us all in the back here to get his moment. Yeah. And he is here. He so, invited me over the other night for peanut butter. Uh, I said, jelly? No, jelly no just peanut butter. Right. Just a jar. It's the something we do. And, he, and, I, and, I said, <laughs> and I said, you know what, mate? No. 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 One thing, um, before uh, Jackson does a formal welcome, boys, I'm here... I think we need to have one topic that does not get brought up today. Go on. Richmond. Anything Richmond related. Yep. Oh, yes. He is a Richmond fan. Oh, yes. oh, Anything Richmond. He, he started going for Richmond in 2017. Yep, he did. Um, and Jackson can't defend himself on this podcast <laughs> for that. I dictate the rules on when Jackson became a Richmond supporter. <laughs> We're actually lucky Jake Newich isn't on the podcast because um, I sent him a photo and I'm probably going to put myself out there here. It's a photo of me, Tony Knott and Nick Nat. Oh, and I'm wearing West Coast gear. Oh yes, and I've all, all this time I've said I've gone for Richmond since Ben Cousins went there, and Jake's actually Googled around and yeah. and found out that Ben Cousins and Nick Nat were never on the the Eagles list at the same time. Ooh, so me wearing controversy. Me wearing, yeah, me wearing Eagles gear at that time when Nick Nat's there means Ben Cousins was already at Richmond. Oh. oh no! So Jack's oh, yeah. everything comes out on the reserves podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cope, have you got that shovel in your car? Need to dig Jackson out of his hole, mate. He just dug for himself. He's about fifty feet deep uh, at the moment. Shirt. Yeah, DLs for a living. Oh well, hey, we're here, Jackson. It's good to have you, mate. You had, you got your hour. It's good to be here. Yeah, good. Yeah. Just oh, make sure you make the most of it, mate. Into that, into that mic, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. make the most and of just it. Just for the listeners as well, Kobe. You know. We've had some complications with our microphone situation. Kobe has his the his own microphone for the first time ever. Yeah, twenty four so, podcasts in. Yeah, is it twenty four? Uh, twenty three, I think. Twenty three. Oh, yeah. well. so I think he might talk more than normal, Dylan. Yeah, yep. so and he may be loud. Yep. Yeah, than normal. Yep. Yeah. So just and probably that means if he talks, watch more, yourself. If he talks more, it means he's going to be more weird. So therefore, he's going to be himself. Yes. So yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. There's a stiff breeze in here. <laughs> we start off like always with the people's voice. This was actually sent to me last week, but I just completely missed it. But I'm going to... Nick Nicholas Gillies actually followed up. When Hayden said... Oh, no. The backing of the eight in Japan. Yes. Always back the eight. Yeah. The very next day... What happened, boys? You would have profited $255. 
and didn't go near it. However, <laughs> however, since then, I've been doing like a look every now and then. It So many losses. Mate, they're mugs, <laughs> mate. They really are. They are mugs. Shout out to Sam Evans, my great man, fathead. Uh, he does have a fathead. Nickname Fridge. That's a story for another day. Um, went ham on a fridge. That's okay. Yeah, he was. He's the finder of the uh, eight at Tokyo. So yeah. credit to Sam. So that one, that work. one was good, but the rest, mm, not yeah. that great. Yeah, fair. Ah, oh, call me Tokyo. <laughs> Tokyo trip. <laughs> 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 All right, next one comes from Ben Whitshead. Bar Dallas, oh. who also swept the two-time defending Lakers and also <coughs> OKC in five before beating LeBron, are we too quick to judge LeBron's losses? Losing two of them, um, losing two to the greatest modern generation team, Spurs yep. and Warriors. 07 Spurs, he was 23 with a crap roster. Yep. 14 Spurs had four Hall of Famers. 15 Kyrie and Kevin Love didn't play in the finals. 2017... Um, Lost to probably the greatest roster ever, and 2018 no Kyrie with Warriors unchanged. So are we, are we too harshly judging LeBron's finals losses? I, I like Ben a lot as a human being, but that is the <laughs> smartest thing he has ever said in his whole life. You say the smartest, the smartest mm. thing. He is so correct; it's not even funny. It's you know before Michael Jordan became the goat. He was nothing before. Even when he won his first two titles, whatever it was, there's still conversation around Michael. And you look at LeBron. LeBron, 07, he was never a chance in 07, but he got criticised heavily and deservedly so after Dallas. But like when they lost to the Warriors, when KD went there, oh, good luck, mate. Michael's not even beating that fucking team. Mm. So it's obviously the conversation between the two of them. But yeah, he's, if he has one poor game or one poor quarter, he gets murdered. Yeah, murdered. Yep. Jacko, thoughts? No, yeah. Um, I'm a LeBron fanboy, so I'm a bit biased on that. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Cope? Um, no, look, Benny Boy's summed it up quite well, hasn't he? Um, no, I think I agree with him. But, like, yeah. this is what makes me laugh about LeBron as well. So Can't go past him much, can you? No, no look. Yeah. Like, so he's won the championship with the Lakers, yeah? Yeah, <coughs> there's still question marks on it. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? Like, I still, and he said. He think well. Sorry, he thinks he's the goat after the three-one comeback. Yeah, he said that a couple years ago, actually, and tend to agree with him. I, I mean, he does have two of the most memorable <coughs> finals uh, championship wins ever: yes. the three-one and the bubble. It was yep. one of been the greatest yep. final series, but you're going to remember that for a long time. The, the Dallas choke hurts him. Yeah, that's that's literally the Dallas choke hurts him because. But, but this is my argument to it. So he got to the finals and choked. Yeah. 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 When mm-hmm. Michael came back in, I think it was '95 from baseball, and he played the last 20 games or whatever it was for the Bulls, and 96. they got beaten in the Eastern Conference Finals by the Magic. Magic. Shaquille O'Neal's Magic. Yes. That in a way helps Michael's legacy. Of course they got, it does. They got yeah. to the finals, and it was not the perfect six for six. Yeah. Just well, does that's the thing as well. Like as well. you can also say how. Jordan not making the finals until what year, like eight of yeah, his yeah, career? Yeah. Didn't have it. Of he, course, he needed gonna... Phil. He needed Phil, and he needed Scotty to win. LeBron has, and we've spoken about this months ago on the pod. He's taken how many coaches to the finals? Six or whatever it is. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Six coaches hasn't had the same. I guess number two, or should I say, Robin in this case, 
you know, more than a couple of times or a couple of times. Oh, he's had some pretty good ones, though. He's had some fucking good ones, absolutely. Zajunas Ilgauskas was the best. Oh, yeah. Mm, he, big Z. big Lithuanian man. Yeah. I heard he operated pretty well with the uh, nightclubs over in Europe. Really? Mm. 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 No real source. I just made it up on the spot. So yeah. Excellent, Hayden. Yeah, no worries. Typical. He's trading from the Lithuanian camp. Typical so. from Hayden, no source. Yeah. <laughs> but no, very good there from Ben. Love yep. that. Dino's back. And this one, hey. he asked Kobe. Here we go. Is it time? He spelled my name wrong again. No, he didn't spell no, it wrong again. He said Cobb with two Bs. Yeah. Incorrect. One Dean? B. Yeah, one B. Dill, D-Y-L. And if you want to put an A-N at the end, that's Dylan. That's happy, yeah. Yeah, happy with that. Kobe, K-O-B-E. At times, and yes. Cobbs, C-O-B-S, or Cobbers, C-O-B-B-E-R-S, or King, K-I-N-G. <laughs> Um, Dickhead sorry, Let's go to the question Sorry Surprised we haven't had A spelling mistake yet probably. Yeah That was so actually pretty good mate. Yeah. Well, what are we 9 o'clock in the morning It's coming Is it time the AFL Introduced a mid-season draft And trade period So we've already had the draft They're doing a mid-season again So Marlon Pickett Obviously Mid-season A couple of years ago I think it was 29 When did Fuck Richmond Valley I question. Care, <laughs> 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 29 uh, 19, yeah. yeah 29 So pretty so. much Should that also be Should that So they're bringing it back Yep. Should there also be a trade period with it? Yes. So I saw this question, Dill, and I've I've thought long and hard. I've done my research. I just don't... I'm not sure if a trade period would work in the AFL. Obviously, it works in American stop sport. fiddling with underneath the table, please? It wor- oh, my God. I'm going to launch. <laughs> uh, it, works, it works in American sports, Dill. Um, because of the infrastructure that they've got and the amount of money that they've got, they can go from city to city, get traded on the Monday play for a new team on the Thursday. Hashtag Harrison Barnes. But I just don't, I'm just not sure if that would work in the AFL. There's just too many moving <coughs> parts. Uh, I would like to see it, you know. Imagine Fifey's 35, his shoulders are sore, wants a premiership. I don't know, Carlton uh, top of the ladder in 10 years. When? Settle codes. And mm-hmm. bang, they trade him and he wins a flag. I don't know, that was a weird example, but... I, it, I'm not sure it would work in Australia. I would like to see it. I'm not sure it would work. My two bob on it, I think, would be great for the game. Mm. Right, we always speak about the negatives on players have the livelihood. They've got their own. Let's, let's, let's just understand here about trades. It takes, obviously, three parties for a trade to go through. Two teams. So in your essence, your question there. So Fremantle for Nat 5 to Carlton. Yeah. So you're going to have to have Carlton to agree on it, yeah. Fremantle to agree on it, and yeah. the player to agree on it. Yeah, that's see, how, that's a lot the, of the other thing think. in the AFL is the players have a little bit too much power for that sort of thing to happen. But if, if, you, if you go, let's go, so obviously we the detriments, moving, you know, lifestyle imbalance, right, right, right. But if you also flip that on the head and go, all right, we're trading you, you know, because obviously we'll get some assets back from X club. Mm-hmm. As a player, you can win a flag or you get to go back home or there yeah. are positives to it. But the, we've uh, always been, as a country in Australian yeah. sports, we've always been 10 years behind America. Data analysts and all that kind of stuff. You'll flood. America. Yeah, the, America. Uh, <laughs> the other thing is that I think footy is a very heavy game plan sport. Oh, for sure. And it would take a long time to learn a we new team. Same, yeah, but then if you the same with NFL. The American yeah. football is worse than the AFL when it comes to game planning. And yeah. What about you look at it? 42, huh? You look at it like this, though, for like Fremantle with Jesse Hogan, yep. mm. mid-season trade yep. period. Yep. Get rid of him. Get rid of him. Mm-hmm. And you've got to have the other team agree to it, but, sure. you know. But like, here we go. He's probably less advanced on that question. Jacko, one or two weeks trade period? Two. Two? Like this, I think one week's way too short. But they always, the AFL have this obsession, I guess, of keeping the like, season sort of going. How many rounds do we have? 24? 
22, 23. Yeah. So maybe get to, let's say, 11, round 11, all right, yeah. done, finished. We break for two weeks. Everyone gets a buy. Yeah. That's just two weeks of yeah. trade. Like, I reckon it'll be fantastic for the game. Everyone gets their break, tick. There's still some sort of action going on from a trade perspective. <clears throat> you could do... Shit, you could do some kind of exhibition game in the middle if you wanted to or something like I've that. Always, yeah, speaking of the bar, I've always said that. Yeah. Just have... Because they, they did it a few... They used to do it back, back in the day when we were young fellas. Yep. They'd just have the big <laughs> buy and just do that. You yep. do the buy and do something in it. Do like a... When's the state games? Yeah, well, that's yeah. that's what I mean. Like, do, like, do like the fair. AFLW yeah. um, like final or maybe do yeah. like an AFLW state of origin. Do the... EJ Witten Legends game. Something like that. You know, do something like that in between. Give everyone their rest and, yeah. Like, the thing is, so at the moment, they're doing the buys and it's sort of just rolling, yeah. depending on the club. Oh, the... Look, like Richmond had a buy in round 16 in an 18-round season and then walked into the grand final fully rested. Mm. Mm. AFL buys, mm. yes. AFL um, buys late in the season, Jackson. It happens. <laughs> um, <laughs> the... Oh, I've completely forgotten. Yeah. Anyway, move on, dude. Ripper. Thanks, I was going to say something with a lot of substance, but... It's 8, 9 o'clock in the morning. No one cares. Yeah, yeah. yeah no one cares. Yeah, no one cares. Morning, Keep them coming, Dino. Yeah. Uh, Jesse Turner says, should Luca be the top pick in your NBA fantasy draft this year? So, have you spoken to Jesse on this at all, Dill? No, that was just from him. Oh, fantastic. Yep. Well, just for our listeners, yep. Kobe haven't told you this yet, but I'm going to tell you now. <laughs> um... We're going to do a NBA fantasy, ESPN fantasy. Oh, cool. Um, Thanks for telling me. That's what I told you now, mate. Yeah. All right. So normally I find about, about these things two minutes beforehand and I suck it because of fucking... That's no, no, why no, I no. picked Dougal Howard. No, no. No, this is... no, no, no. Not now. I'm saying so. Actually, like... Not now. AFL like... fantasy. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Thanks. Thanks for telling today, me. Mate. Are you okay? Mm, it's, it haunts me. <laughs> All right, he appeared on. in my dreams the other day. I think... I think... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Luke yeah. is your number one pick. Yep, absolutely. Yep. I don't know. Who else? I'm picking Mark F. Morris. Oh, you yeah. shut the fucking <laughs> bum, you are. You are a bum. Uh, Fat Ed. Hey. Not a question. Oh, shock. But he says, I don't know anything about the NBA and I still enjoy the content. Keep it up. Yes. That is fantastic. Fat Head. Fat Head. He, actually, look at his head. It is large. I love that. He's a great man, Sam. He's a great man. There's a photo of Sam at the moment doing the tracks. Fun fact, you know how you go to... You know uh, he's got a fat head to fit all that brain in. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> Absolutely. Very smart man. Engineer. Ooh. You know how you go to the shops and like shit on Santa's like, the photos with Santa and yeah. stuff like in the shops? He bought his uh, dog and his cat and dressed them up and they had a family photo <laughs> shoot. Oh, I love that. that. It is a fantastic. <laughs> I love that. I love. He's so photogenic, Sam is. He's, <laughs> he's a great good. man. He's a good man, Sammy. I love that. I'm going to go do that now. <laughs> All right, we're gonna Hudson Babbage says, "Boys, early twenty twenty one Brownlow predictions." Oh, jeez, Hudson, easy. And was that easy, Jackson? Dustin Martin. Oh yeah, yeah. I could have nah, picked I, that. I don't think he'll win another Brownlow, to be honest. Nah, I, I he, he doesn't. He doesn't care about the regular season enough. <laughs> nah. No, he's done now. So he'll be with Fisher until round six, I reckon. Yeah. This is my... He hasn't returned to Melbourne. I guess he hasn't been back no, to Melbourne. He hasn't been back yet, no. <laughs> His car's probably His car's still under probably the MCG from last year. I think it's it fair to say... I have a quick take. Quick take on the Brownlow. I don't think it's a take. I think probably common knowledge just haven't been flushed out. The Brownlow is usually an award that goes to a guy who needs to prove a point, if that makes sense. So Lockie Neal, when he obviously won it, you know, needed to prove a point, under like small size midfielder, I'm looking at someone like a, a Christian Petraka, you know, who needs to prove a point. It's going to play full-time midfield time. 
that makes sense. Might get 20 goals, average 32 touches, and just dynamic. And when you watch the game, you don't even look at the numbers. You go, mm, yeah, 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 he can play football pretty good. So, I don't know. Christian Petrakis, for me, is probably the only one, I think. Anyone else? Kripa. Yeah, I'm just having a look Kripa. at the... Yeah, Kripa. Kripa. I'm just having a look at the odds now. You got Neil at $5, Cripps at... At $5? It's I was gonna say. fucking December. Neil at, the, Neil at five dollars. Crips at seven. Five at eight. Martin at nine. You got Bond and Danger at eleven. How is Bond anywhere near the top? I don't think Bond s- could be a funny one. Like if Trelaw coming in, like we've spoken about how congested that midfield is. Yep. Does that mean Bond gets off the chain? I think he goes forward. Goes forward and gets less votes. Hashtag yeah, Bond for Coleman. Mm. Ooh, what's yeah. that market? Um, yeah. I'm putting my house on Matt Rouse at seventeen dollars. Yes. What the? F- yeah. What it, is it's that? A f- um, yeah. Um, what's Patraka? Before you cut me 13. off, before you cut me off as usual, I was going to say I'm going to put the house on Rao. All right, house on Rao. Played three All good right, games to throw it for nine votes. Christian Petrarca. No, give me Maddie Pritters paying 51s. To I'd like to see Cripps win it. Yeah. I'd like him I'll, to bounce, I'll be on, bounce I'll, back. I'll be on Petrarca. What I do think, you got, Jack? I think Cripps needs to win it. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Because of the players he's brought in, like Carton have brought in around him. 100%. Yeah. He's got to win it this year. Definitely needs to have a good year. Oh, you still with Maddie Rao? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I, I'm telling you right now. He's a Joel Selwood clone. Move on, Dylan, before we fight. <laughs> don't agree. You don't agree. You don't agree no. that he's a Joel Selwood clone. I think he's going to be better than Joel Selwood. Are you serious? Yep. Two-time premiership player. I think he's going to be better than Joel Selwood. I think he played 300 games. Captain of the club. Yep. I think he's going to be better than Joel Selwood. That's a very early call. Wow. Just, I like that. That, that, could be, that's, that could be one for the audience. Yeah. I don't do a lot on here, but that's I'm sticking to that. I'm sticking with Joel Selwood. Here we go. I like that. That's good. Uh, Content Dan- during the week. Me, Hayden, yes. cage match. Correct. Yeah. I'm going to work on my networks to bring you down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, da- Daniel Curtis, AFL's NGAs overall, is we referring to the yep. acad- academies? Yep. yep. Have they solved the problem or now created a bigger one? I think that whole process so I think, is so ridiculous. I think, go tell the listeners what's the go now. You can't, academies are scrapped before pick 40. Is that right? Yeah, something yeah. like that. I'm, oh, I can't remember off the top of my head. But yeah, it's, some, it's something like that going forward. So if you're... Yeah, top 40. So, for example, if we're in next year's draft, Hugo Hagen can go to anyone. Yeah. That's that's what the rules suggest next year. But it's a tough one because some zone Like, this is the first time that the dogs have actually, from memory, picked up anyone of quality out of their NGA. So it's almost like a lucky... Oh, yeah, for it's sure. a luck thing, if that makes sense. Um, I think someone said to me... Actually asked me, I think it was Instafobo from uh, the Cosies Cricket Club. He goes, oh, Hayden, not 100% over the NGAs, but you're trying to tell me if Richmond had Eugle Hagen in their, um, I guess, what, what do you call it, qualifies to be an NGA player for Richmond, Richmond could match that bid and get Eugle Hagen to pick one if he was their pick. And I was like, yeah, they could. So in that essence, it could be a bit of a, what, NBA super team kind of thing, but it's all luck of the thing. It's... It is a bit broken, to be brutally honest. Yeah. But um, yeah, it just it all depends on each club and how well they work their um their zone, if you ask me. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, saying says is Matt Rao a lock to win the Rising Star because he's still eligible? I think. Is he actually? Yeah. Well, he only, yeah. Yeah. He only he played three games and he was like eighteen. Can you get so. those odds up? Like, is there any odds on the Rising Star for next year? Um, I think there was only Brownlow. I'm moving fast here, boys. That's right. But like maybe- Alpine skiing, not Alpine skiing. We no, need I'm Australian rules football. No. Um, Futures. It'll be an interesting one. Like no, nah, no odds yet. No, nah. you think Matty Rao would be the oh, I'm the top the top five picks this year were all talls, weren't they? Uh, Will Will Phillips, and we'll get into that a bit later. He was yep. a small. Um, 
But like the thing is, is that oh, I'm gonna be really careful what I say here, but I think the hype around round just needs to be chilled out a bit. Go him, Cobes. I just need to chill out a bit. Here's a fucking gun, mate. Here's a gun. Go him, Cobes. There is so much rhetoric around how good Matt Rowley is. Rhetoric? Rhetoric. Yep. What does that mean? This week's Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone's saying how good this guy's going to be, and he's going to be a gun. But let's just hold our horses a bit here. Let's what? just chill out a bit, all right? Just want everyone to sort of calm down a bit, get Mal on the football field, first and foremost, get him a full season under his belt, all right? Let's see how it goes with tag. Hypothetically, I wouldn't tag him because he's a different kind of player, but let's just hold our horses a bit here. Okay. But on the Rising Star question, I think he's pretty he'd be a pretty sure thing. Unless yeah. it's like a Logan McDonald or a... I'm trying to think who else would be. Jacko? Anyone else? Anyone you like out of the draft? Anything like that? No, like Archie no, Perkins no. could be an interesting one. Quite dynamic. Noah Anderson's a bit of a bolter. Yep. Seems like someone will develop with another year in the system. So. Rhetoric. The use of words that include half-truths and untruth to wow, personally cause an emotionally... To personally cause an emotionally negative reaction. Which I have out of you, Kobe. Mm. <laughs> Good word. Thank you. Uh, uh, Nick Gillies, he wants some... Uh, you know, he said we're top 100 now in the sports podcast. 88, to be exact. Sorry, he wants, he, he wants uh, some high, any high-profile athletes coming on for a chat. So, I'm boys. We've got, <laughs> we got Jackson, so we're starting small. One's on. we got one. So, boys, we got to get on the phone. Get on get on the burners. Yeah, no, we, we can work that. We, we can work that quite easily. It's just it's a matter of if we need to make sure that the individual suits us. It's not the other way around. Mm. Right, we don't just bring Joe Bloggs on mm. and just go, oh, it's a name that's going to make the pod. We're the pod. Okay, you need to fit us. I've been talking to LeBron and uh, Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> Dame Lillard, I've been on the blow to blow it a blow. Mm. Yeah. Jackson. Da- <laughs> Dame Dollar. Jackson, how long has it been since you've you know, been fighting rigorously behind the scene? You've been the Scotland versus England all right, through all this. How long have you been working? To get a seat on the pod. Um, since Zach Sarich dogged me. That so. was what, the week after the grand final? <laughs> yep. yep. So that's what, October? Yep. And it's December now. Yep. So, hey, guess, if you want to see, two-month log jam. Yep. yep, that's right. <laughs> right. And then yep. we, had a few, we had a few questions about the draft from our, our loyal listeners, but we're going to get into that now. Um, yep. And we'll skip those. We'll cover it all now. Thank you. Keep them coming. Very nice. People's voice, great as always. First uh, up. I think before we go anywhere, we have to interview our guest a little. Oh, oh we're going to do, do a proper interview? Yeah. Yeah, we've got to ask him some questions. Right, yeah. yeah, go on. We're going to crack on with the pressure. Oh, no, nothing. We've got to speak microphone, Jackson. This is your time. All right, you've been calling for this. Don't bottle it. And then when we really listen, yeah. we're going, we can't hear Jackson. We got oh. some We got some good stories out of um, Sarah. So, what do you, what do, you do with yourself, Jackson? What do I do? Yeah, what do you do with yourself? What job? Yeah. Oh, I'm an apprentice plumber. Mm-hmm. Can I just quickly jump in before Jackson continues? Bit of background of Jackson. He is a Swan Athletic player. Yep. Um, self-proclaimed. Some, some would say face of the club. Yeah, face of the club. Yep. Strong, strong off-field performer. Yeah. Very strong. <laughs> very, very strong. Um, self-proclaimed best player at the club. Yeah. Best player to never be drafted at the club. Yep. Yeah. No, that's yeah. Very, <laughs> yeah. Um, two more Speaks about to where he's at. Uh, you know, anything uh, contract related to that training, if it requires two teams, straight away. All off. of a sudden has Shirt done a off. hammy sometimes. I'll, I'll go skins, mate. I'll go skins. All right. Yeah. Um, the words, I'll skip at the skins team. And yep. Big Cam Ukes, who wears his skins underneath his uh, top. <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, no, Jackson, very strong off field and very much one out through and through. So it's good to have him on, mate. So Jack, uh, please continue. 
Thanks for that. Cool. Um, tell us a bit of what. Tell us a bit about yourself, mate. Not, not all the listeners are, are big fans of your. I've seen your work. What do you, what do you want me to say? I, you know, I'm, well, where'd you go to school? Oh. You're a twin. Yeah, I'm a twin. Can you um, can you speak telepathically you with first, your sister? Second. I was born first, so second's best, mate. No, that's that's a lie. Uh, went to school, Darling Range Sports College. Played my juniors through at Highbecombe, and um, as we know, yeah, a couple of flags, and then uh, moved out here. And now I'm here. That's one half. You are in Avery at the moment, aren't you? Yes, I am. Do you want, a, do you want my address as well, or no? I actually know where you live, man. Oh, so yeah, I've sweet. been I've been doing my research. Um, Jackson, a few questions to really okay. test you out. When was the last time you tried something new? Something new? Yep. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I hate you. So. Don't know. No. Okay. <laughs> um, who who would actually? You... I've got one today, yep. right now. Oh, I'm, on, I'm on the podcast. There we go. First there we podcast. go. There you go. Um, Who's someone that you'd like to compare yourself to? Who's an idol of yours? An idol of mine. Yeah. Who would you like to live up to? Oh, you know, just a bit like Lockie Neal, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. Nah, I'm kidding. Um, I don't know. Just like to be myself, really. I don't really like to live up to anyone's expectations or anything like that. Yep. Just be myself. Yep. Put myself out there and enjoy. Be yourself because everyone else is taken. That's a good one. Jackson's Jill model. Jill Buckley. Yep. Yep. You're being really weird here, Kobe. Yeah, no, I'm right. just interviewing our guests. I'm no one else is going up here, to. You know? And on, the yeah. last one, this might be the hardest one. What gets you most excited in life? Seeing the people around me succeed. Yeah. Yes. We love that. I love that. We love that. And ladies and gentlemen, our guest, Jackson White. Beautiful. All righty. So let's get into the first bit of today's content. The draft breakdown. So mm. the AFL draft was on Wednesday. Few winners, few losers yep. from the night. Yep. Uh, I'm going to start off with the biggest loser was how long the Cubs took to take their pick. Let's be careful here, Dylan. All right. I was all for. Yes, it was long. It took forever. But it was all communicated in an inside job. Yeah. So yeah, the conspiracy theory. But like, you can't tell me that it is a coincidence that the pick gets taken. Yep. The net the next pick starts counting down. Yep. You see the celebrations. Yep. Then they go to interview. Yep. Finish the interview and then the next pick gets taken. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. But it was sucked. It was shit. It took too long. No. Okay, let's be careful here, Dill. All right. Stop telling me to be careful. Yeah, I am telling you to be careful because the big this is these it people took 25 minutes for five picks. Shut up. These people who get drafted, <laughs> yep. it is such a fantastic moment and then to see the family celebrate. That's in a way, good TV. It's good emotional TV. All right? And each family's got to have their moment. You know? Yeah, it took forever. But, yeah. Oh, what? Pick one, Nugal Hagen. Pick two, Phil Thorpe. Pick yep. three. Yeah, done. bang. No emotion, no nothing. Just names right yep, out. Yeah, done. Would Do you it. like all the hype around you when if you got drafted? Yeah. No, nah, I'm low key. I'm a simple man. You wouldn't yep. like the cameras on you? No, I would. A bit of an interview? <laughs> no. But that's we know you would. All over TV. All those, not, it's not just all those followers. It is <laughs> not just a draft. It is a TV spectacle and... Yep, how they did it was the only way they could do it, given that it's not a, um, well, in person. What do they call it? I don't know. What I don't know where you're going. No, like, obviously on the web and stuff like that, yep. it wasn't in person. So they had to sort of do something a bit with it. All right, what was the top? Tell us the top five. How did the top five pan uh, out in the end? So as most predicted, yep. um, Adelaide bid for Hugo Hagen to pick one, who's an NGA Academy uh, prospect for the Dogs. Dogs matched it, therefore Hugo Hagen went pick one. Riley Thilthorpe, big fella, went to the Crows at two. Will Phillips, probably a bit of a shock. Yeah, run us through this one. 
Com. So Will Phillips went pick three. So why didn't they get Logan McDonald? So a lot of people have said why not McDonald, but mm. if you listen to what Noble. David Noble, the new head coach. So he mm. said the one thing he wants to address ASAP is bringing in leg speed. So that's the one thing that he said and continuously in his um, press conference saying they lack a lot of leg speed, especially through the midfield. And every nearly every single selection that they took was someone that's quite quick and breaks lines. So Will Phillips was in that fantastic five, the, the little term that they've used for... Um, the top five draft picks in this year. And, yeah, Will Phillips, very good player, 180 centimetres, um, smooth mover. But, again, you had Elijah Hollands there, who's a bit more of a, what, 189, you know, a bit of a beast sort of clone. But, yeah, Phillips definitely is um, quick. Yeah, I would have taken McDonald. Yeah, McDonald's I think... going to win your game. I think if there was 100 would. people, yeah. 98 <laughs> of them would have taken Logan McDonald. Yeah. But I'm not, like, I'm not against this pick at all. I think it's a good pick for North. It's just... You know, I think a lot of people would have taken Logan. But North, one of the big losers of the draft for me, Dill. You thought? You reckon? Yeah. yeah. Why? Oh, that's just my take. I don't care to explain. Mainly because I don't have <laughs> mainly because I don't have an explanation for you. I just would have taken Logan McDonald. So He's such a gun. Yeah. yeah. So they've got to try replenish it. So they, my, I thought they were going to be able to pick up, you know, a McDonald or something like that. Um, I think I said last week that they weren't going to take at all. Mm-hmm. That's what the rumour was with that pick three. Thought it was going to be Holland, but um, they've got a lot of faith in their Larky, and I think they're going to look at a long-term future. Work through the engine room. Backline's going to be fine. Um, rumour's saying that Zeeble's actually going to go to half-back for North. Really? Yeah. Um, he has had the most overrated career of anyone ever. It's a good point. It's a good point. No, so I like that. Yeah. But hey, I, I don't mind it. Small, small medium midfielder, you know, yep. pretty quick around the contest, moves pretty well, but yeah. It'd be interesting to see. Yep, so we're up to pick three. What happened after that? Uh, Logan McDonald went to Sydney at pick four, which is yep. going to be your Buddy Franklin replacement. Yep. Perfect. Um, great pick up for them. Uh, then Hawthorne bid on Braden Campbell, who's a Sydney um, Next Generation Academy, um, or should I say the Swans Academy out there. So left foot a very Isaac Smith-like. So Hawthorne bid on him and... Sydney decided to match, yep. so went um, Braden Campbell, Sydney at pick five. Denver Granger Brass, one district product from out this way. Um, probably the number one defender in the draft, went pick six to Hawthorne. Do you know him, Jacko? Yeah. Yeah, good bloke? Yeah, great bloke. Good fella. Ripper. Yeah. yeah. Good fella. Um, pick seven, Gold Coast Suns, Elijah Hollands, who was arguably the big, the big they, slip. Yeah, they say that's the... Um, people saying that's the steal of the draft. Yep, so you're going to have a midfield going forward of Elijah Hollands, who's a character, absolute character. Ka- did a date at ACL in February, start of the year. Join so the club. Yeah. It happens. Um, RIP. I'm just a bit worried because now I'm the only one on the table. No, you haven't no, done one, have you, Jackson? No, no, no okay. We'll, we'll just stay on this side of the table. Weak dogs over there. Soft tissue. The, yeah. the table's made of wood. Knock yeah. it. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so you get have a midfield going forward of Elijah, uh, Eli- yeah, Elijah Hollands, um, Noah Anderson, and Maddie Rao. Maddie Rao, that's a bit of Isaac Rankin up yeah, forward in the Kings. That's right. So good. Um, Essen did did fantastically. They picked up Nick Cox um, with pick eight. Pick ten was Zach Reed, and then obviously uh, I guess the controversial man Archie Perkins went to pick nine. Essendon. Okay. So so looking at that. Who who are the winners? I think Sydney's definitely one of the big winners out Sydney, of the draft. Sydney taking won the draft. Yeah. Yep. yep. Taking Logan McDonald at four and got another NGA prospect. That's right. Pick thirty three. Yeah. And yep. do you do you sort of just have to put Essendon in that winners bracket as well, just for the fact that they kept all their picks and took yep. three solid picks? You yep. sort of have to, don't yep, you? You have to. Yeah. And then, well, really, you could say Gold Coast. With if the, if you get the steal of the draft, you have to be one of the winners of the yep, draft, don't sure. you? Yep. No, that's a good point. Uh, losers, losers of the draft. Richmond. Why? 
We gave Geelong pick 20 mm. for their future first round, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah. we might end up with next year's pick. 20. 20. <laughs> so we yeah. basically don't even move. No, so the positive thing for next year, and West Coast did it. Yep. Get out of this draft. Like the thing that big, big talking point about the draft was how many guys got picked that hadn't played football at all and just got picked up for their athletic attributes that they showed as a 17-year-old. Mm-hmm. So they didn't actually put anything on the park. So your smart clubs, like the ones that are lower down on the draft ladder, West Coast and Richmond, trade out, get a pick 20 for next year, which means you're going to get an influx of talent next year that you haven't seen in the year prior. Fair point. If so that makes sense. So Richmond could pick up a genuine steal at 20 next year. And That's in the hindsight, we're just primed for a flag this year. Yeah, no, that's yeah. it. No, absolutely. The only thing beating Richmond this year is Richmond. In, in, if you look, they haven't changed anything with their list. There's been no real, you know, if anything, you could argue their depth has probably taken a bit of a hit with Markov and um, Higgins, and they've been pretty blessed with no injury. So, but losers like, yeah, everyone goes north, but I, I disagree. North, I actually like what Adelaide did. Everyone goes like pick eleven was Luke Pedler, and, it, and he was ranked sixty on the draft rank. GWS, GWS is my big loss. I reckon they fucking bottled it. They picked up Tanner Bruin, who's played two games in two years. Really? Uh, two well, games what's in his two What's years. his injury he history? Did, so obviously he didn't play because of Melbourne or well, Victoria this year. Mm-hmm. Last year I think he did his ACL or had a severe injury at the start of the previous season. The club, club. So he's played. So his last full proper run at footy was a sixteen-year-old. Does like and if there's one thing, Dylan and Kobe and Jacko, that the Giants don't necessarily fucking need. <laughs> Tell me what that would be. A uh, midfielder? Uh, so what do we take? A, a midfielder. fucking midfielder. Where's he going to play? Forward, Hopper, probably. Cornelio, Taranto, Josh Kelly. Perryman. Perryman. Oh, Whitfield. Toby Green, a bit of a... Oh, nah, we'll put... We'll, we'll, we'll draft Hannah. Yeah, we'll get Bruin. Did you see his reaction? Yeah, I'll be yeah he wasn't a happy man, was yeah, he? You he know can't... why he's angry? He's sitting there just going, fuck, I'm playing, I'm playing bloody Neafel, whatever you call it. Neafel. I've got to go down to friggin'... The Got East Coast League. Gonna go to, yeah, the East Coast League. I'm going to versus the VFL Richmond team. Fuck that. He played it very straight back, though. He, uh, but he, he turned around and he was like, oh, no, that's just like, who I am. He got some PR practice pretty know. quickly. Yeah, that's yeah. just who I am. I just, you know, I was in a lot of shock. Yeah. It just, it just And I, I'm sitting there just going, they lost Heath Shaw, the Giants. Lost Heath Shaw. You lost Zach Williams. Probably need something off halfback. All right. There's a lot of needs. You've got a lot of needs. From the Giants' perspective, even though he might not be like a great player as well, they still lost Aiden Core, who was a part of their twenty-two. Yeah, so yep. like he was their fullback. Ba- that's right, fullback. bag Aiden Core as much as you want. He was the he was in the twenty-two. Phil, da- Phil Davis. Player. Phil Davis can't put a full season together just with his body and how he's going. So you need to sort of replenish from the back half. But now nah, we'll let Heath Heath Chapman slide. We'll, we'll let that slide. Hey, great pickup. Great pick Dockers did well. Great pick. Yeah. O'Driscoll and they went really heavy on WA talent. O'Driscoll was fortunate that he played football this year. He wouldn't have gone as high as he was a normal year. But with the Giants, they just picked up, I'll just pick the best available. It's like, no, you don't need another midfielder. And you know, I I said to a couple of guys, Tanner Bruin's probably going to be the steal of the draft now, (laughs) knowing how, like what I've said. But you had Heath Chapman there. Fremantle's drama now, we're actually trying to be integrating him into the team. He won't play next year, I don't think, or early anyway. But you've got uh, Wilson, Luke Ryan, um, who was the left footer, Hayden Young, yep. Stephen Hill. Like, there's a lot of 
you know, a fair bit of footy to go around in that back half. You've got Hamling and... Um, Stephen Hill's probably only got one season. Yeah, he, like we've already spoken about the back six. Ethan Hughes was what most improved. So there's a fair bit of footy to go around in that back half. So they've got to try... Kane Corn said that he'd be buying stocks in Fremantle. No, that man, makes me should, happy. As they should. But um, Eagles, couple speculative yeah. picks. Back um, end of the draft. Well, they, I, so think, I think they did what exactly what we wanted. Taking they flyers. took flyers, yeah. Taking Hawthorne, flyers. Hawthorne fucking stole our pick. So they start, They took Brockman from Subiaco, who's a very, very... He's going to be a classy little player. Um, he's the one with from the... Subiaco. Yeah, he's got a bit of a... He had a yeah, yeah, blonde gym. mullet he's gun. Good player, good player. So, um, yeah, so he, yeah, he went to Hawthorne. So Hawthorne just being what Hawthorne do and yeah. being smart around this time of, time of year. And yeah, West Coast took up Winder and... Um, Edwards. Edwards as well, so... Best you could possibly do it, pick 50. Tyson Edwards' son. Yeah, Tyson Edwards' kid. So. And then Zane True in the draft. So Apparently a big steal, that. Uh, yeah, it should be. So for a rookie, it's you know pretty easy compensation for a kid that was projected to go within 20 and 30. So yeah, um, be good for good for West Coast. They needed a bit of, you know I guess, youthfulness going through the midfield. So we'll find out how. Zane won't play. None of those three will play this year. Nope. None of them Good friend play, of the so. pod, Jake Bassini. Uh, messaged me very happy with uh, Zane True's pickup. His brother-in-law. Yeah, very uh, good. One day, uh, one day probably, but very good. Yeah. Um, sorry, big winner. Forgot to mention Collingwood. Collingwood won the draft ahead of Sydney. Sydney, yes. and then they got forced to pay a million and a half dollars for yeah. Trelaw's contract. Win the draft? Yeah. So what they did with the picks available, they did so much movement. They picked up their NGA kids. So they let me just flick through. So they picked up Finlay McRae, who's Jackson McRae's brother. Very, very similar kind of player. The big drama that Collingwood were facing is that their NGA product, Reef McInnes, was going to get taken before their first pick, which would therefore mean that their next their pick 17 and 19 would be absorbed into that selection. No one bid for him. Therefore, Collingwood were able to take 17, 19, and then McInnes was taken at, what, 23, their next pick. So they were able to get three players that they didn't necessarily think they were going to get. So And they're solid players, replenishing their list, young, cheap. So... Reef. I'm really happy with what they do. Now, they did a fair bit of movement. As Reef. Well. Reef. What a name. There's a few names in this one, like Errol. Errol yeah, Errol. Golden. Yeah. There's a couple of interesting ones. Hayden Cobbley. Seamus. Yeah. Kind of names. Yeah. Fuck you, Dylan. <laughs> but no, nah, hey, um, Collingwood for me up was real fantastic in the yeah, draft. Yeah, very so good. Good on him. Very good breakdown there. Are we fellas. all happy with the draft as well? Dylan, 100%. You happy? Yeah. Cope, yeah. happy from a Fremantle perspective? Yeah, very. Richmond didn't do much, but didn't hey, do much, got, yeah. got another Rioli. When in you win flags. Yeah, yeah that. that's exciting. Yeah. Fun fact about Rioli, had technically three allegiance, three AFL club allegiances. Wow. Yep. Richmond, Essendon, Fremantle. Mm. Terry Islands. But hey, there we go. We'll keep moving on. Sweet. We got some issues, Hayden. Oh, no. Who is going to open the batting <laughs> come next week oh, for man. Australia? Uh, so, little breakdown. So, before two weeks ago... Even probably one week ago, there was a lot of talk that it will be Warner and Prokofsky. Yep. If not Warner and Prokofsky, Warner and Burns. Sure. What happens? Warner does a pretty bad groin. Nah, no. Nah, nah. There was a guy in the stands who had a had a like a, a rifle or something, yep. and he shot David. Yes, he, that was. He shot him in the pubic area. Yep. And he was out, mate. That's right. right. So he didn't do a soft. He got shot, which forced his groin to go. Just want to say that clearly for the for the fact. So he's out for the first test. Uh, Will Bukowski, who unfortunately has had a lot of um, history with concussion, got hit in the head in the Australia A game. Twenty-two years of age, eleven concussions. Yeah, Very so good. I think I think a lot of that as a cricket ju- player. No, from junior footy. Bit of footy. Uh. Yeah. Um, so that's really unfortunate. They've ruled him out. Joe Burns <laughs> is is on cobbly levels right now. Oh, he's, he's not old. even 
he can't even hit a seventy Mate. in the second innings of a of a of a game. I haven't looked, but I've raised the bat once. Joe hasn't, so he's he... below me at the moment. <laughs> if I'm if I'm gonna be completely honest, sure. I don't I don't think he should be in the Australia A team. Oh, I, I know I know why he's there because that <clears throat> who that's... else who'd be in there then? Well, no, I'm just saying I know I know why he's in the Australia A team. Sure, because they're turning around and they're saying Joe one 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 dig. Yep. You give us one dig, yep. and and that's all right. Sure, he he's <laughs> he scored like ten runs. I know. In I the know. last five weeks, like, it's ridiculous. So he's you can't open him. Who else? So we got so Marcus Harris has been added Marcus to Harris, the Sean Marsh, Kawaja, and I have a flyer. Go on. This isn't from is me. This, so wait, is this your little list that you just yeah. said? Then? Yep. And this, no, this isn't from me. I've just heard. I've heard a few people say. You go sources. So Sorry. you've you've only got one. Is this is this up there in regards to the Ben McDermott case yes. for Australia? Yes. Fucking, here we go. Let me guess. Pat Cummings opens the batting. <laughs> no, and this, like I said, this it's is worse. This isn't coming from me, but I'm like, hey, Sandu, we've only got it? one Test match against Virat Kohli. Let's just let's just mix it up. Some I've heard people say they want to see Tim Payne open the batting. Don't look at me. I did not say that. No, no, I'm trying. Breathe, Cobb. Breathe. No, I'm trying to. I want to actually so quickly. Who I said didn't. That? Who I said did that? not say who, that. Dylan, who said it? I'll, I'll not tell you my. Fucking say it, Dylan. No, nope. you relax. You relax. On what planet? I heard his source was tomato. <laughs> <laughs> you were on mate. and that was Kobe's joke. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't. On what planet does that make sense? No, it doesn't. So that individual, I just, it I is, just find it. I just find tell it. Tell me his name. I just find it humorous. It is disgusting. Oh, he opened in 2020s for the Hurricanes. Oh yeah, that's going to transpire into Test cricket, mate. Fucking idiot. When he's been keeping for 90 overs. Dickhead. That's dumb. 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 Anyway, ran over. Marcus so who's Harris, opening? Marcus Harris will open. Yeah, he has to now. Has to. On form, Joe Burns should not open. But no. I feel like... Wait, you know what I'm going to say? Sure. I'm setting out an SOS. Sauce. Yeah, I would love... Sean Marsh, let's go. I know you said this a few weeks let's ago. Let's go. Fully fit team. Fully fit team. Sean Marsh does not get looking, but we have not got a fully fit team. We do not. SOS. I would love Sean to play. I've always been a Sean fan. Love him the bits. It won't surprise me if they stick with Burns for the first test. You can't. Purely, you purely can't. out of your versus the number one or number two test team in the world. All right? And you can't have two fresh bloods in there straight up. As in a Harris and an untried product up there. Sean Marsh hasn't opened the batting since like 2013 or whatever, or 2014. Don't quote me on that, but something around that range. Doesn't even open for WA. Yep, that is true. Um, yes, he does bat three and you could argue he's in quite early anyway. He's opened before. Would make sense. Happy if they went in that direction, but yeah, it's... I so who else? Would you rather... Oh, so you'd rather Burns? Yeah, I think it'd be... No Kawaja love? I, I wouldn't rather... I just want to state clearly, I wouldn't rather Burns. I would love Sean Marsh and... Um, Marcus Harris to open the batting but yep. what I think they'll do they'll stick with Burns for at least one game oh, which may open up the opportunity for Pekowski to open in the second game which goes back to what I said what goes against what I said earlier saying a bit of experience at the top you got to win games I yep. reckon if we lose this first one and Burns doesn't perform so yeah. what do you think Dil? do you reckon like what you want Tim Payne to open the batting That's what, so, I didn't say that I don't care I don't want Tim Payne in my side in general <laughs> <laughs> Um, who do you think opens? I think Marcus Harris is so, going to happen. Think, I th- I think I think you're right. I feel There's like batting three for Australia, a, which I don't really get. I feel like they're going to open Joe Burns still. Sure, I agree. even though they 100 percent shouldn't. Yeah, I feel like they're just going to do it. 
Watch him score 100 first, yeah. first test. Um, but I, I want Harris and Marsh. Yep, likewise. Kobe, do you yep. have anything to add to this topic of Did you see Marsh play in the Big Bash last night? You know the ones where they wear, wear pretty colours and stuff? Oh, I have something to say about the Big Bash. <laughs> I love it. We'll get to that. Kobe? I actually watched the Scorchers innings. Yep. So, so Sean Marsh was on that field that day. He scored not a lot. Because he? he was not batting. Because oh. the Scorchers were batting. He, like he you played, just said. He oh, no, no, no. Sorry. He sorry. The I watched team. the Renegades. So he, he yeah. Can I just say the Scorchers are still going to win the title even after that happened last night? I called it yesterday when we were six or seventy. Did you put money on it? Uh no. Then that's not a fake. That's fake. I've called it. Well, they didn't look very exciting last night, Till. I've still called it. We were Jackson six for whatever. Oh, I'm a nuffy on cricket. Yeah. So, but a nuffy is in you love your cricket or you have nothing on cricket. What are you hating? No, did he say nuffy? As in nuffy. he loves. It? Yeah, nuffy as in like. He has no, no idea. No He's no idea. idea. Oh no, my interpretation of nuffy is completely different. Oh, that you like? You like love it, but you know yeah. nothing. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 Oh, I do. I, I, I like okay, watching no. BBL. Okay. That's yeah. fine. No, that's cool. So yeah. Now on the same page. I, I I'm in a fantasy. I'm in a fantasy league. Sure. For cricket. Oh yuck. I I had Kawaja. I don't I've never got. I into lost. Her. I lost by thirty. Kawaja got given out. I think that you could have fit the size of Kobe's head between the bat and the ball. That's massive too. Yes. Oh. Fat head. So, <laughs> once again in the Big Bash, the standard of umpiring is poor, and they still have no review. You need you need at least one. Yeah, you need one. You need one. Yep. T Twenty Internationals have it. One days have it. Test matches have it. They all have it. You. I th- oh, did the IPL have one IPL this year? IPL you need one. Cut the time out. If if it's time if it's time issues, cut the time out. And then even like because after it was a howler last night. It was a yep. howler. Yeah. Gilchrist, he was up in the thing saying, "Hey, even if you have the, if you have to have the most low le- low level Tech. technology, and then if it can't pick it up, say, look, sorry, that's just inconclusive. Yeah, you're happy for that. Yeah, but you didn't need tried. You didn't need technology last night to see how far the ball missed Kawaja's back. It was the reason why it was bought in in the first place to stop the howler. To stop the howler. That's originally why it was bought in. So plain and simple. Yeah. But yeah, they need at least one. Um, who who else got given out the other night? Someone got given out when it pitched outside leg, and someone got given out when it was going down leg. Yeah, we need at least one. Yep, I agree. Yep, Jacko, yes, you still. you like this as go. a 2020 bubble Miami Heat fan? Oh yeah. The the talk is James Harden to the Heat? Question mark. Uh, just for all our listeners that don't like the NBA, fast forward. Yep. Or listen and grow up. Yeah. <laughs> Am I the only one that or, doesn't want to see this happen? Or jump on. No, so, the same. It will kill the heat. So hang on. Do you, do you <clears throat> don't want to see that trade happen or you don't want to see Harden move? I don't want to. I, I want to see Harden leave, but I don't want to see him go to Miami. No, I, I'm all for it. That I was think, really, think, that was a really enjoyable team. I think they, um, I think they pull the trigger. Yeah. If it comes up. You know, it'd be hilarious. What's up? Houston would be elite if they picked up. You know, serious. Like I know they said Tyler Hero is off limits, but that's I can imagine not, that's incorrect. I agree. So you could see, for example, for Harden, Hero. I'm just really floating out names. Okay, Hero, Hero, Dragic, Robinson, Robinson, Adebayo. I don't think. No, nah, I, I wouldn't be. I don't banned. think. I don't. Sorry, if they can give up, if they can do the trade without giving up Butler or Bam, because they just won't. Butler's Bam's Bam, Bam's pretty much untouchable as well. Yeah. I'm like I listen to podcasts that say Bam could be the best player on the Heat. 
Bam's on the same level as Butler. Yes, correct. Yeah, that's right. Um, so they're not giving them up. But I think if they can get it done, giving up a package, like you said, of sort of like a, a Robinson, a hero, maybe their first round pick from this year, Precious Tachua, a yep. couple of first rounders, and then just salary fillers. Yeah. Oh, my God. Kobe's touching me with his big toe on my elbow. <laughs> um, I do that. Yeah. Because I, just the way I see it, Duncan Robinson, for me, his ceiling is prime JJ Redick. Yep. Very good. Yep. But catch and shoot, Yep. No, no ball handling. 16, 17 points a game. Yeah, 100%. So very good player, but that's my ceiling. Tyler Hero, I'm a bit, I'm a bit, I don't know I need what no, my I ceiling need another, is for him. I need another season. Just because he doesn't really handle the ball. Yep. So I think if you're, if you're Miami, while these players are very good, sure. to get James Harden, I think you do it. Especially because people, like, Butler's 31 as well. Mm. I know Bam's young, but Butler, who is like, like we said, probably the equal, the best team, a player on the team, yeah. sort of the centerpiece from last year's tra- uh, trade period. He's yeah, he's getting on as well. So I feel like so, if you want to, I feel yeah. like they should go for it with the Heat. So outside outside of this Heat team, when was the last time a young team went well in the NBA? I.e., went deep into the playoffs. As in, like a, a young, young team, do, un- inexperienced, untried, not tested. But, do do you? Oh, okay. So like, it you, never happens. Yeah, okay. it never happens. Yeah. experience wins. Always does in the NBA. Always does. So I've just sort of come around a little bit, thought about it a bit more. Heat should make this trade, yeah, sure, and bring in James Harden. I don't like James Harden as a player, but you're not going to replicate the season that you had with this current group of players. It's just not going to happen. It's just not. Sorry. So when look at the hub, look at the bubble. What happened? Well, I called it a few, uh, quite a few podcasts ago. I don't think the Heat are making it out of the first round. Yeah, yeah, no, I'd probably agree with you on that. Because then there will be an expectation now. That's, yeah. And that, that's going to be tough. I'd blow it up. <clears throat> I'd blow it well, up. Well, see, that's the thing. It's not even really blowing it up because you're yeah. getting in the trade. Like, what OKC have done is blown it up. Yeah. They're not even getting players back. I'm an OKC back. fan. I don't even know. Like, I knew Al Horford was there. I don't yeah. know who else. Mike Muscala. <laughs> Mike Muscala <laughs> yeah, started no. at centre for you. Yeah, no, we're in trouble. Jacko, you're a, you're a Heat yeah. fan. Would you pull the trigger on this <laughs> trade? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty set. You would happily let go of Tyler Hero, Robinson, Dragic. In the five games I watched of Tyler Hero, <laughs> I was pretty happy with him, but bringing James Harden. Yeah, yeah you can't really win. say you can't really say no, especially if no. you're keeping Bam and Butler. Yeah, yeah. As long as we keep Bam and Butler, then I'm happy. Does that, is that does that turn the turn the Heat into the number one team in the East? No. You've got Harden. You've got Harden, Jimmy Butler, Bam. I think if you're if you're putting them into Andre Iguodala, if you're putting them into tiers, yeah, I feel like they're in the top tier. I don't know if they're the best team. I still think I'd, I think I'd still take. Who wins, who wins out of them in the Bucks? The Nets. What about the Nets? Sorry, and the Nets. Yes. See, that's the that's the three for me. Yeah. And then Celtics, like right under that with Celtics, Philly. Philly. Yeah. I got I got Celtics and Orlando. Hello. <laughs> I was going to say, Aaron. is Aaron Gordon still there anymore? Yeah, I don't he is, know. He is, yeah. Um, it's a funny one, and then obviously the conversation around Giannis for the following year. Yeah, you'd get rid of Bam, and then imagine that Harden, Giannis, and Butler. I don't know how that would work on the court because they're both in a way similar kind of players. Yeah, sort of. Um, but yeah, it's it's an interesting one. It's yep. a very very interesting one. So, but from a five game Heat fan, mm-hmm. James Harden. The strip clubs go right down in uh, Florida, mate. So mm. I'll, I'll, I'll end this chat on a question. Sure. NBA season is ten days away. Yep. Whether Holy he, shit. Whether he plays or not, 
is James Harden a Houston Rocker on opening night? No. No. Oh, even if he is, I don't think he plays. No, I just said it doesn't matter if he plays. I'm um, saying, is he a Houston Rocker on on opening night? I don't know, do you? I'm not a... I can't tell the future. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to say is. yes. I think he is. I feel yes. like his demands might drag this out a bit. Yep. He will not end the season as a Houston Rocket. No. But he will yep. be a Houston Rocket opening night is my call. Correct. No, All right. good call, Alrighty, we have a little segment. Well done, Caro. Caro's arrow. <laughs> we have a little segment uh, today. Houston to Tasmania. <laughs> what? <laughs> Explain what you've just said there. Yeah. Car- Caro's arrow. What went through your head? <laughs> Caroline Wilson's big thing is North Melbourne going down to Tasmania. So I thought we were talking about Houston. You're an Houston idiot. Down to Tasmania. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you open your mouth, Don't be and then it's power there if you own Michael. Sometimes you open your mouth, and sometimes you can see. I can see Cobb just. Sit back in his chair and go, fuck, what, it, what did I just say? I'm very much a talk and then think. Yeah. Mm. yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, jump in. Mate. Okay, we are doing a little breakdown of our worst sporting teams of the decade. There's been some fucking putrid ones. Yes, there has. So, the M- it was out of the NBA, the EPL, yep. the NFL, the NRL. And the and AFL. The AFL. And badminton. <laughs> and badminton. Um, I had a f- good... Good call from the White Walker himself. Yep. He was saying how the English cricket team in 2014 Very won poor. like, not uh, what was it, three out of 19 games yep. or something like really that? Really poor. Very poor, but cricket, there's just a little bit too many factors, so yep. I didn't want to didn't want to include them Good in. Good call, yep. And just so people know as well, there was a little bit of confusion on the socials. It's individual seasons. Yep. So we're talking like Richmond 2018 or... Now, on this deal, before you <laughs> sort of get stuck in... Yep. Worst individual seasons, are we applying context to these teams? Because Ex- I have two teams if context is not applied. Explain. What do you mean context like? Gold Coast and GWS when they came into Context the is applied. I will tell you right, <laughs> I will tell you right now. Um, those two teams, their first like three years in, in the system was like vo- null and void because of their... Okay, sure. Just, so, the, just so people understand. Expansion I know teams. I couldn't agree more. I'm just one of the states. Just so people understand... There has never been notes brought into this pod. Oh, well, I, don't know. Has, I think Hayden's got brought in notes. Dill has four pages. This is yeah. three pages. Like Cope, Dill sent through on our group chat. Probably, what are we? We're Sunday morning. I reckon like Wednesday. Yeah, boys. Yeah, look at this. Yeah, I've done some homework. Yeah, and he was like, mate, I thought I was reading a school essay. Tell, Mark. Yeah. Oh, can you tell me this? Tell me you. Tell me to my face you weren't impressed. I was so happy with it. Yeah, that. yeah, thanks. It was really. Fun. I didn't really read I it. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I did. I did look at it and go. Has he spent any time with Tiana over the last couple of weeks? No, no, like a lot no. Of work has happened. No, sorry, yeah, I forgot what she looks like. <laughs> He's had two tabs open all weekend. It's yeah. been Luka Doncic, just images of him yeah. to keep him going. Yeah, and this. Yes, yeah, absolutely. All yeah. right, let's get stuck in the top ten worst teams of the decade. Sure. This first one, I I did this before I even knew Jack. I was. So coming is this ten on. to one? Ten to one. Sure. Okay, so I know what ten, number ten is. So I did this before I knew Jacker was coming on, but it goes there. The Melbourne Storm in twenty ten, the cheats. <laughs> I am so unimpressed. With I that. I am with Jackson on this. I don't agree. So with it's that. a it's a it's a wild card, but Melbourne Storm in twenty ten got done for cheating, yep. salary cap breaches. Yep. They were unable to play for points from round four onwards, and yep. they were gifted the wooden spoon because of it. But they won zero just games. On that. Multiple teams in the past five or six or seven years have also been done for salary cap breaches and were never, uh, never Whacked. got the same treatment as we did. This is yeah. Jacko saying this is we no, got robbed because those teams robbed. were never good. But I sit there, no, but that's what I'm, I'm sitting there, is going. So the Storm won the t- or made finals or something in 2011. I'm pretty sure. I can't remember yeah, Jackson. We might, oh, 
Or you want to you want a title? Too many, you know, within the two years. <laughs> I think so they for them to be yeah, ten, they did. For them to be ten, if we want to apply context, they did not finish last. The league forced them to finish last. There's, there's, there's I know, because, you, yeah. I know that. context to it. And I'm just saying. I know that they're you not the worst team. All right? Wooden spoon. Because they were forced to. They zero, didn't finish. Zero points. They, shut up, Dylan. Don't say there's no context applied to this. This context applied to this one. Cheaters. But that's not technically players. Right. Yeah, the players, not their fault. They had two premierships taken off them, didn't they? Yes. 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 And that's yeah. the thing. That's the thing. The only, reason, the only reason we were punished like that is because we had things to lose. Yes. The premierships. Yes. Yeah. The teams after that who have done the exact same thing. Nothing. Nothing. We'll yeah. take off your sixth place finish exactly. last year. Yeah. So, now I don't agree with this 10, but 10. Hey, you can understand the reasoning. Uh, number nine, the 2020 Brisbane Broncos. So, they had three wins and 17 losses. Worst point difference this year by 150 points. Yep. Uh, first wooden spoon in the club's history. The coach was fired. And if you adjust the... Because uh, there was only 20 games. If you adjust it to a 24-game season, they were on track to give up 748 points. A couple of tries. And, that, and um, second most points against... Since 2008, at, in the comp, they'll appreciate. They they'll, they'll terrible. I would never yeah. forget. I think it was round two. Just like you know, NRL's coming back just after the COVID shutdown. Brisbane Broncos, big brand. What do you mean they're giving up eight points? I'll jump on the Broncos plus eight. Got done forty zip. Couldn't agree more with yeah. So they were pretty bad. But I think the big one with a brand, massive brand, to perform so poorly. Yep. Yep. Goes without saying. So number eight, this is our Premier League team. I will say this: this Premier League team actually has more, more. Sorry, less points than a Premier League t- coming up. So wait, say that again. So what? this team will actually have more end points than a team that's meant to be worse, but due to some of the um, things that went down that season, this team has actually found themselves, you know, lower on the list. Okay. We'll so, this 2019 right Huddersfield. Bit confused. 2019 Huddersfield. Three wins, seven draws, 28 losses, 16 points. Worst goal difference in the league. The coach was sacked. Third worst points total of all time. So, you got two clubs, then you got this club for total points in the yep. Premier League. Was history. that Aaron Moy? Yes, it was. Yes. You're doing my boy. They suffered the joint earliest relegation, which was in March, meaning for about half a season, they were literally playing for nothing. Yeah. Bad. Imagine yeah, all the beers. Yeah. And they only finished eighth on your list. Yes. Imagine being a Huddersfield fan. You go to the game and you sit there and you go... This is nothing. And you get home and your missus goes, how's the game? It's like, my neck's so sore. I was looking down one end <laughs> all game. Versus Man City, it was 90% possession to Man City, 10% to us, and we lost yeah. 8-0. Man, it's so tough in the Premier League, though. Yeah. Especially for a team in the bottom five. If yep. you don't have money, you're like... Yeah. What yep. would you rather? Would you rather be a really good championship team, finish top of the ladder... It's one athletic B grade, swing B grade, or go to A grade and. But if you come up, if you come up and you stay up, it's a good, it's a serious effort. Look at look at Wolves. Yeah. Yeah. Wolves. Yeah. Sheffield, you could have said last year, but I mean they're probably going to go down this year. Yeah. But look at Sunderland Um, for years. You know, yeah. it's just a constant battle, you know. But yeah, sorry, I know we're going away from the list, but yeah, yeah Huddersfield. Uh, number good, seven, two thousand thirteen Melbourne. So they AFL. AFL. 2013 Melbourne. Two wins, 22 losses. They finished second last. So this is the one of the teams that finished second last, but because GWS, who is only in their second sure. year of expansion, sure. I left them off. This is Le- the tanking days, isn't it? No. No. Least Wrong number year. of wins since 1981. Their percentage of 54 was their worst since 1919. Worst season... <laughs> 
Worst seasonal performance from an established club since Fitzroy 1998, and their only wins came against the last place GWS and 15 place Bulldogs. Here we go. CEO sacked, president quit, coach sacked, list manager sacked, vice president quit. Greatest losing margin at the G in their history. They lost by 148 points and third worst in history in general. Um, lost to the one-win Giants and lost to a by 60 to a young Gold Coast team, which at the time was their greatest winning margin in history. Nathan Giants is seen some shit. This is an established team. This is not an expansion team. This is an AFL team that I suck. I can see why Nathan Jones got all these tattoos. Yeah. You know, just <laughs> to hide his pain. To hide his pain. And He's in Spain, but without the S. You know, they're not looking at Nathan Jones as a footballer. They're looking at his tats. Yeah. yeah. So I'm deflecting. All right. So smart from Nathan. Yeah. Really, really impressive. That was the head coach, Mark Neald season, wasn't it? Mm. When he took the reins out. Yeah. Did that, was that the season when Geelong absolutely destroyed him? That's Guild Stadium by like two hundred points. I don't no. think no. That's, that that, that was that was Richmond. that was back in the day. That's yep. That wasn't that. Otherwise, yeah. it would have been on on the on that the. That was Geelong versus Richmond. No, that, nah, 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 that no. was a different game. That was a different yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. Geelong back in the back day. Back in Guild Stadium, that, that when Stevie J kicked seven, was, Mooney kicked seven. Yeah, yeah. That was it was the game that Liam Jarrah came out two hundred and twenty something points. Twenty nine. Yeah, like thirty or something. Yeah, Liam Jarrah warmed up with a tracksuit jacket, and apparently that was the reason why they lost. Very interesting take, that one. All right. <laughs> yeah, I heard that on the podcast. Number six, the 2015 <laughs> Philadelphia 76ers. This was the start of the process. The process. 10 wins, 72 losses. <laughs> losses. Win percentage of 0.122. You know, I actually remember that team. Yeah, I remember watching so that team. bad. So that was actually uh, their second worst record in franchise history. One game better than the uh, 9 and 79 from the 70s. Broke the record for the longest streak in American sports history. History with 27 straight losses. Then they lost another one to N29 and take the record. And only the general manager quit because, as we know, the process was a tank job. Mm. So you can't go around yeah. firing everyone in a tank job. But the general manager was like, no, nah, and not that. quit. Fans in Philly, ruthless. Yep. Yep. Like, apparently, the last few games, there was like 25 people. Which is like, ridiculous. I think the general manager, that Sam Hinkey, I think his name was, he came on after that season. And I feel bad for him because he kept the process going through. Obviously, yep. he bought the Embiid's and the Simmons and all that. And then got fired, I think, like two years ago, I think it was. And he didn't technically see out the process. Which I And sort of funny, Elton Brand comes on, who was shit. there who was there for the 10 and 72 season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fun fact. Elton yeah. Brand, yeah. very questionable exec. But anyway. All right, number on. five. So this was the team that actually... <laughs> Had more points than Huddersfield, but lower on my list. I'm really so, 2015 hear. Aston Villa. Both had three wins, eight draws, 27 losses. So, one less loss and one more draw. 17 points. One of two teams in the 2010s to have the worst goals for and goals against in the same season. Yep. So, you think about this, all of the terrible teams... what? All of them, apart from two, still manage to actually have a better goal difference yeah. or goal against yep. than um, other teams. While to um, Aston yep. Villa, not exactly a small club either. No, uh, Villa was bottom by only seventeen points compared to Hutter- Sorry, was bottom by seventeen points compared to Huddersfield. Huddersfield's ten. Yeah, uh, coach fired, and then the replacement coach quit. Relegated since the f- first time since eighty six. 19-game winless streak between August and January was the longest in club's history. And then, obviously, points tally of 17 was fourth lowest. Again, I think it's it's a big brand, like you said. First time relegated since 86. So we're yep. not talking about a Huddersfield. We're not no. talking about a, a team that's on the fringes. It's the Villa. The Villa, yeah. But, you know, strong top 10 club, you could argue, for many a year. So, mm. yeah. they were shocking. 
Number four, 2018 <laughs> Colton. Yes. Two wins, 22 Brendan losses. 59% uh, percentage, which was worse in the league. Worst record in the club's history. One of the worst percentages of the 2010s and the the club's worst percentage since 1901. Oh, wow. Whew. Colton had its worst ever loss margins to three separate teams. So three teams. So Melbourne, Adelaide, and GWS beat them by their biggest in ever. Um, and it was the first time the club had ever been beaten by 100 points three times in a season. Lowest ever points scored since no, uh, 1965. And it was their lowest ever scored in a 22-game season because obviously we, it wasn't always 22-game season. Who'd they beat that year? Uh, I'm not too sure, actually. I'd have to go back and have a look at that one. I can tell you who one of them was. Frio. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was there. Oh, oh yuck. Yeah. Ouch. Mm. Was that, that 2015, wasn't it, you said? Or was it 2018? 18. Uh, 18, yeah. Yeah, nah, shit. <laughs> All right. Not a lot of fun stats on this next one, but oh, they were bad. The 2011 Charlotte Bobcats... Yeah. So this was the Kemba year. Walker. So this was <laughs> this was the year of the lockout, meaning they only played sixty six games instead yeah. of eighty two. Thank fuck they but only played sixty six. They won seven games, had fifty nine losses, set the record for the worst winning percentage and record overall with a point one oh six winning percentage, surpassing the Philadelphia 76ers, which I mentioned before. And then the hedge coach got fired. Yep. Um. On this one, so what year was it again? Two thousand eleven. How many wins? Seven. Seven. So a bit of context. Two, sorry, year again? 2011. 2011. Two thousand, Yeah, 2012, 2K. I think that was the season like the first proper good 2K came out. I remember buying it, sitting there. Charlotte Bobcats, yeah, let's see if they've got any players. Their best player was Corey Maggetti and he was rated 72. <laughs> that yeah, was that, so that bad. bad. They you were terrible. You could not do anything. You know, like at least you have some assets to sort of trade away. Fucking Norton, mate. They were, they were bad. Nothing. Corey Maggetti, 72. Number two, <laughs> the 2016 Newcastle Knights. <laughs> So NRL, one win, one draw, 22 losses, 0.04 win percentage. What Was Gagai there then? <laughs> what year was that? Ponga. 2016. Four years ago. Six, sixth Ponga most points there. conceded yeah. in history. Most points conceded in a season since 2004. Only team of the decade to win less than two games. And only one win away from being one of only three teams um, to not win a game in an NRL season. Who coached that side? Any idea? I don't know, but imagine trying to looking at my stats, team. he didn't get fired. Wow. Could be wrong. But I imagine that just going, here you go, mate. Like, here's the ball, Oppo, opponent. There you go, mate. You guys have it. See the try line. Go. Again, another another very proud club. Yeah. What, what year was another it? Big 2016. Brand. 2016. We'll have a look and see if the coach got fired. But deal to round out your list. The one. The only. Drum roll. 2017 Cleveland Browns. Oh, Zero wins, 16 losses. Only second team in NFL history to go 0-16. Yep. And the other one was the actually 2008 Detroit. Yep. So they Detroit missed out by two years on this prestigious mm-hmm. award. Damn, they would be fucking kicking themselves. Franchise, um, first franchise in history to have multiple seasons with 15 or more losses. They extended their playoff record drought that year to 15 consecutive seasons, uh, which is also the... Uh, longest postseason drought and fourth longest in all American sports. Um, first season losing every home game since 1999. Yeah. Yep. And here we go. Vice president fired, general manager fired, defensive line coach fired, defensive coordinator fired, five assistant coaches fired. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen. Lush it out. Ladies and gentlemen, the worst team of the 2010s in any sport. Oh, sorry. Our five listed, the 2017 Cleveland Browns. They were horrendous. And if you actually watch, them, there? Like, watch if you watch them play, their kit is brown and orange. Yep. Yeah. So that probably shit. Them up. the shit. Yeah. 
That's why Beckham plays there. Is there is there an argument that they are the worst franchise in sport? Yes, yes. They've played in the playoffs twice since 1990. Yeah. Holy shit. And this year is probably going to be the first time they've made it since... Yeah. 2002. <laughs> franchise, they'd be up there, like proper up there. But deal, that's, yeah, that's a good list. Yeah. So, so stay, done, st- stay woke for our best teams coming up soon. Yeah, we're going to be doing that. We're going to get, yep. up, get up in there. Can't here we wait go. for that one. Oh, yeah. Yes, here we go. Fremantle Dockers 2013 will be there. Yeah, Eagles 06. Probably number one. Well, probably not in the decade. Hey, Hayden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got nothing. Yep. Yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> well done, Cove. I'll give you that. <laughs> All right. That's content for the day. Do we have a joke or a quiz? We or? have a quiz. Woo! We have a Jacko, quiz. Get ready, man. Jacko's here. Jacko's obviously very vocal about his sports, so we, we know what he likes. And if Jackson doesn't win, well, actually, you know what? We're the reserves. We're a sport podcast. Yeah, you should know more than me. Here we come, Jackson. Well, they're all your teams. We'll start with Chelsea. Oh, APL. Question number one. There's five questions. Some of them are a little bit different. <clears throat> Hurry up. Well, Till, you've got to take your time. This quiz... We're an hour and eight minutes. This quiz is why we get so many listeners every week. <laughs> People stay till the end. Yep. Or they just fast forward straight to it. <laughs> Who is Chelsea's top scorer this season? Dylan. Yes. Jorginho. No. Hayden. Yes. Werner. Yes. Ooh. I was going to say that, but I know that. One point Hayden. Hayden. Took some One point Hayden. Penalties. All right, so I'm going to ask each of you the same question. The closest wins. Okay. Okay. So Jackson can go first, being our, yep, of course. Being our yep. guest. Jacko, how many goals did Matt Richardson kick? Who? Korea. Matthew Richardson. In his career. Oh. Yeah. I thought we were on Richo. Uh, fuck, I wouldn't have a clue. 700. Yeah, all right. I'm going random number. 850. 804. Deal gets the point. He kicked 800 goals. Well done, Deal. On, on the money. Four off. Yeah, oh, on man. the money, 800. What well do done, Deal. Thank you. Out by a couple, mate. So in Jackson's quiz, Jackson's the only one that hasn't scored. <laughs> <laughs> Happens. Same, same sort of question. Billy Slater, how many games did he play? Jackson. Mm-hmm. Oh, is this the closest? Yeah, I'm going to ask that to you. I'm going to go 300. Yeah. Hayden? Today? Like 280. Dylan? Did he play over 300 is my question. I'm going to say 291. Yeah, Jackson's got this one. 319. Ah, I'm going to go 3.25. 1-0, and I think Jackson will get this one. Who is the current All Blacks captain? I won't get this one. Oh, no. No, I won't get this one. No, well, I guess no one's getting it. I I didn't even watch that. I watched the Huck and he stands at the front. Can't remember his name, but it's not Kieran Smith. No, we don't know this. No, no. Oh, Sam Kane. Sam Kane. Sam Kane. Is this the last question? This is the last question. So anyone can win. So obviously Jackson's pretty big on his off-field antics. And he's pretty big on his Storm and his Tigers. Yes. All right, here's the question. For the win, we've all got one point. Yeah. This is exciting. Big build-up. <laughs> Who are the two players to be judged the best off the field after winning the two grand finals? Jackson. Yes. Uh, Cameron Munster. Yep. Dustin Martin. Yes. Yeah, well done, Jackson. He's on his own quiz. 
Well done, sir. Very good. Well done. Very good. Well done. Actually, probably isn't Cameron Munster, to be honest. Oh. Probably oh. The, the, there's another you, one. Do you want to redo your... No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I'll take the win, but yeah. very good. there's a third. There is a third. Yeah. Uh, oh, mate. I can't remember his name. They call anyway. him Cheese. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Yep. All righty. Very mm. good, boys. Longest pod ever. So, you're, yeah. you're a part mate. of history, Jackson. Oh, yeah. Well done. Thank you you wanted your time and you've got it. Thank you for coming on. Biggest guest. The longest pod. That's right. Thanks, Eric. Stay woke. Yep. Get over yourself. <laughs> Cheating dog. Alrighty. See you next week, boys. See you, yeah. boys. <laughs>